What's up, Yogi Show family? Welcome to episode 17 of the Yogi Show podcast with me, Pedro Luna, and my co-host, Mr. Yogi Brian. We are so excited to bring you this week's episode, episode 17 with Kayla Nielsen. Kayla is an inspiration to so many traveling yoga teachers, retreat leaders, and yogis just across the globe. In this episode, you're going to learn about why taking time for self-care is so important, why doing less is actually doing more, and why you need to go on a yoga retreat because they're magical. Let's go down the rabbit hole, my friends. Hit it. All right. Thank you so much, Kayla Nielsen, for being on the show. Welcome. How are you today? I am good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Such a pleasure. Good morning, uh, Yogi Brian. Are you awake? Good morning. Good morning, Kayla. Thank you so much for coming on. It is 523 a.m. in Phoenix and I'm, oh, wow. I'm awake. I got the coffee. <laughs> got the coffee going on and life's good. Life's good. We got Kayla on the podcast. Woo! Yeah, let's do it. You know, so fun. So Kayla, we had, um, I didn't know this until Brian told me yesterday, but we had a follower actually, uh, uh, of ours that's like a loyal follower that loves you and sent us a DM like, hey, can you ask Kayla uh, to be on your show? Wow. And so I think, yeah. And then Brian, how did it go? Did you, Brian, did you DM'd her? Yeah, I think right after. I Like universe, boom. Yeah. Her, her name was Amanda. She was just saying, she's like, can you get Kayla on the show? Like, please. And I'm like, okay. So direct message you, took a look at your Instagram. And I noticed on one of your posts, like you recently did a podcast and you rarely do interviews. Yeah. So I, you know, I sent the message. I was like, ah, I might not hear back. And you, <laughs> you, you responded. Yeah. So yeah, stoked. I did my first interview last month because I usually get too nervous right before. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, but then I told myself I'm going to say yes and actually do it. So here I am. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. You know, the power of, yeah, like the power of invitation, you know, it's like embracing a little discomfort as you're working to like, you know, try new things or explore, I don't know, different ways for people to get to know you more. Um, And and clearly you're killing it on Instagram. And I took your class, Kayla, on Aloe Moves. Um, The, because I'm a subscriber. So like the one that was 50 minutes, um, I don't, it was like, I took it the other day after Brian told me you were going to come on the show. Uh And I don't know how you, I, I don't know how you do what you do because my whole life was sore after those classes. <laughs> after that class. Oh my god, I love like, that. <laughs> yeah, like like it was like the one that like we I swear we did like twenty side planks on each side, and I was and like that was like the flow was started with side plank, on, and I was like Kayla, like my my shoulder girdle is not working properly. Like, can we not? Why? No, Why? Oh, <laughs> uh, but it but it was awesome, and the series was really cool. And you're a great teacher, so I was like, yes, her voice is amazing. She needs to be on the show, and uh, she, we need to we need to hear more about her story and all the awesome things she has going on. Oh, well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. So, obviously, you're um, you're teaching on Ella Moves. You're doing some amazing things around the globe, and of course, we'll dive into Glow and all the great things that you have going on. But I want to know, like, first and foremost, like. When you started doing yoga, um, did you know you were going to be a teacher? Is that like your mission or were you going there for a different reason from the jump? Oh, no way. So I I actually started practicing um, 19 years ago. So I started when I was 12. My wow. Mom was oh, wow. a teacher. So she started teaching me when I was really young. And at that time, I definitely did not have it in my mind that I wanted to be a teacher. Um 
I kept practicing most of my childhood and on and off in high school, I had only ever taken my mom's classes and only had ever learned from her. And if anything, it was more kind of the opposite. I think once you get into that teenage realm, you want to be the exact opposite of your parents, not anything like them. So I didn't go right. <laughs> that route at all, <laughs> but it stuck with me. That's so cool that it stuck with you. And then now like you're doing what you're doing. Um, amazing. Where, was that or was that in the U.S.? Because I know now you travel everywhere. Like, where are you, where are you from? <laughs> yeah, so that was in the U.S. I'm from Northern California, a small town near uh, Tahoe. Oh, okay. California girl. Yeah, I love California. Like, Calif- I think California has my heart. I live in South Florida, so um, that's where I'm recording from. So it's 8 a.m. here, but I know, like, where you are. You're in the future, Kayla. Like, you're literally <laughs> in the future. Yeah, you're in the future. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Bali, right? Right. Yeah, I'm in Bali. That's uh, that's so cool. My friend that I do uh, events with down here in South Florida, she just came back from a a five-week trip in Bali and um, absolutely loved it. You know, absolutely loved it and is inspired to go back and like lead retreats and do that kind of thing. So I might just have to turn around to you. I think she actually follows you on Instagram um, because her name is Wandering Hardest. Do you happen to know who Wandering Hardest is on Instagram? I don't, but I'm sure she's- Okay, that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no it's all good if you don't like no big deal <laughs> that's so cool but i mean you're traveling around the world obviously you're in bali um is that like roots for you in bali nowadays or like is, do you have roots somewhere that you're settling these days i do not currently have roots i haven't had any for a couple of years now when i first left the states on this most recent sort of stint abroad my roots were in the philippines on a small island there called shargao so i was there it was my home base but i was still traveling doing projects and my retreats and whatnot um but then i sort of outgrew the island and since then i've just been moving constantly so i am ready for a home base route sort of situation and i'm kind of i have some feelers out there now where hopefully i'll be a little bit more settled and balanced for next year uh-huh. uh-huh. Do you have, um, like, is Bali one of those destinations maybe? Um, it is possibly. I, I have lived in Bali before. I lived here about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. It's, it's so hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, I you know, it, one of my problems is that I always kind of like poke holes in a place. So I'm like, well, it's not perfect. So, okay, I'm just going to go somewhere else. And there's always... <laughs> Like, I'm just going to be out. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm just leaving, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, and I aspire to travel as much and see amazing, all the amazing places in the world um, that you have, uh, that you have been, you know, just looking at your website and all the retreats that you lead all over the world um, are so inspiring. And the reason that you're doing the retreats is even cooler. And I've never yeah. heard of that before. Um, so if you could share with the listeners about, why you're doing these retreats because that is so inspiring uh, the nonprofit that you started um, and adds so much value to the world um, if you could give us a little insight on that so they can know like holy shit like I gotta come hang out with Kayla <laughs> yeah so I mean the retreats the, the retreats actually started as fundraisers for my nonprofit for glow which is a nonprofit that provides solar solutions to poverty through sustainable action so we do a lot of microfinance projects, everything is fully paid back. And any of the donations that we're doing are 
continue to be paid back time and time again. So even a small amount will stretch essentially infinitely with the local partners that I work with in each country. Um, so yeah, I originally just decided to do a retreat because I was just trying to raise money for my next project. And I had somewhat recently become certified as a yoga teacher. Um, and I had already been leading donation classes in the park. And I had also managed to get together a group of about 50 teachers from around the world to also lead classes in their parks and their communities. Dude. Yeah, this is this is about four years ago, I think. And this was right when I first started using Instagram. And so I just reached out to random yoga people that I followed and admired and asked them if they wanted to help. And a lot of people said yes. And we raised a lot of money and that funded our first solar project, which was in Ethiopia. But after the project wow. was over, we kind of had to just start back over at square one. And so I thought... Right. What, what's another way that we can raise a large sum of money but not have to micromanage 50 or 60 teachers? So yeah, I said, okay, you know, a retreat. And tried a first retreat and it went really well and I enjoyed it. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe we can do this once or twice a year as a fundraiser. Um, and then it kind of just took off into something a lot bigger than I thought it was going to become. And then it became its own separate entity and um, – yeah, and so now it funds. I actually have two nonprofits. Glow is my main my main jam, but I do have another smaller one that also supports mistreated and endangered animals around the world. So the awesome the retreats are also funding a project for that once a year as well. Um, and yeah, so it kind of just it just took off without me really expecting it to go that way. But I'm super happy with the direction that it's gone and all the people that. I've met and support through the teaching team and students and everything. It's just incredible to watch the community grow. How cool is that? How cool is that? Just like a natural organic growth. I mean, starting right? teaching, teaching at the parks and you're doing it for a great cause and then it just grows into something. And that's a common theme, like from everybody that we've had on the show, like about their yoga journey, about where they're at as, um, you know, a, a bigger yoga teacher, just a, a more well-known yoga teacher. It's like really none of them expected to just go on this journey. They just kind of, you know, it just naturally, they just, they just taught, you know, like, like how you taught, you taught at the park, you know, instead of like going to a studio or trying to find like the perfect studio to go teach at, mm -hmm. it's like, no, you just taught and, and yeah. it just evolved from there. You practice yoga and it just evolved. That's how it goes, you know, and when you're doing these things, Kayla, like when you're starting out and uh, offering these experiences and it just grows and grows and grows, that's where the organic things happen, you know, and I think that in, in life, you know, it's like when we're just, when we're trying to force something to happen, like, oh, it has to happen and it has to happen this way, that shit doesn't work out. No. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> you know, it doesn't work like that. But uh, you just, ins you inspired me. I had a conversation with that, my friend, my beautiful friend. Uh, Lauren yesterday and she wants to do like uh, a mental health awareness like a community mixer uh, for a nonprofit kind of thing and we're having this conversation and she says to me um, but I don't know like if we raise the money I don't know like who we give it to mm -hmm. and she's like maybe I need to start the nonprofit and yeah. I said maybe that's the invitation is that you start the nonprofit and the kickoff event is the mixer that we have 
um, with the, at a cool space to raise awareness and funds for mental health and uh, like in our community and give teachers a voice to share their story kind of thing. And uh, she's like, but I don't know, I don't know like how to start a nonprofit. And I, and I said to her, I said, well, I'm going to have a conversation tomorrow with someone <laughs> that did that. And then like, here we, I mean, literally the universe is put yeah. it out there. And I was like, I'm going to have a conversation with Kayla and if it comes up organically, I'll just ask her. And then like, like the invitation is here. So how did you like, like, how did you start the nonprofit? Like, did you, like, was it a, was it a bunch of hoops to jump through to make it happen? Or is it something you were just like, like, how did it work? So, well, okay. It is um, a bit of a, it, it was, it's very accessible to anyone. It okay. kind of, it came from kind of a whole separate other crazy story that, initiated this I had I've been working in various African countries for several years and after wow. working in in several countries and working with other organizations as well as working with some organizations in the states when I was still in school I, mm. I sort of had that same feeling that your friend had where it's like I don't know you know you don't you, you do start to see a lot of corruption in the industry and lack of transparency yeah. and just not really feeling comfortable with exactly where things say they're going and so I had that right feeling of like, well, I'm just going to start my own thing because then I'll know the integrity of it and I'll know exactly the money. Where the know. money goes. Exactly. Yeah. So I had that push um, at one point and my, my dad was just kind of like, you know, you've been saying this for a long time, so why don't you do it? There's nothing holding you back. And so I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to do it. And so yeah. just bought a one-way ticket to Kenya and moved to Kenya and filed the paperwork for the nonprofit using LegalZoom. And that was <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know, it's, it's like, it's like, put it out there that you want to do it yeah. and then just get out of your own way of your head of like, well, all I have to, well, I have to make it like this or it's, or I got to call this person. Just do it. You know what I mean? Like you can do action. It. Yeah. The action. And you did it. Like you like, you literally did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, it's an, I, I used just my own money, my own savings, starting off with the initial projects that we had. And um, so it did take a little while, you know, to get more sustainable that way and to have a little bit of funding. And that was really why I started using Instagram was simply because it was free advertising. And so totally. I have like, this new nonprofit and this is a great way to advertise and it's totally free and we don't have any money. So this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's so many nonprofits out there like that. Like I uh, I support a nonprofit. We do a giant yoga festival down here in South Florida, and um, you know we raise money for um, youth uh, leaders, future youth leaders of the world, to go on a uh, a retreat and like have an experience in Costa Rica for the summer for a week. You know, kind of like a summer camp kind of thing. And so that's what we raise the money for, and it's it's great because like we're raising the money, and I know exactly where it's going, a hundred percent. You know, and it makes you feel good, like this giving back and this seva is what really makes you, it makes you feel good. You know, it, it warms you from the inside out knowing that you're being supported by a community of people. And at the same time, you're able to support another community because of the way you're being supported. And it just like karma, you know, just kind of like what goes around is just coming around, you know, and you were all getting, you know, you're getting nourished and taken care of by serving others. You know, it's so it's, it's really amazing. Did you just, and how did you cool just is like drop there? I just mic dropped. <laughs> oh, like, the does that sometimes. I'm like, come on, man. I'm, I'm producing this show. Like, stop dropping your mic. <laughs> this is not cool. 
Oh. <laughs> but, you know, amazing that you're able to use like the power of social media, that you were able to use that network again, that was free, but it's not, it's not free. It's free monetarily, but you put the time and energy into it, you know, and your time is obviously valuable. You know, you put the time and energy into it because you recognize that you had an audience that you could capture and that um, you had an authentic message to share. So people are following you because you have value and you have something to offer. You can see it on your Instagram page now, how much your like energy you put into it and the message that you should, messages that you share are super authentic. Uh, and I, I didn't scroll all the way to the bottom because you had a lot of posts, but I can only assume, I can only, I can only assume that over time it has evolved from where you were when you started your account till now and the change, you know, like, like what were, like, what were you talking about on Instagram when you first started posting? Was it like, I'm assuming it was a little bit different than it is now. (laughs) I remember. I I don't even, I mean, I had Instagram for just personal use way back when it first came out. And, but even back then I was already traveling a lot. And so I think I would just post like travel photos, dogs, sunsets, yoga here, you know, all of that normal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the dogs. Definitely the dogs. That's a mess. <laughs> Absolutely. Food, some food was thrown in there. Oh um, yeah, I gotta throw in the food, right? Yeah. yeah. Throw the, uh... Everybody was like in the beginning, that's what Instagram was. It was a platform for like literally like people like they wanted to get good at photography and slap a filter on some food. I swear, like yeah. that's what everyone was doing, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was me. And sharing travel stories and yeah, that was yeah. that was how I started. Well, what inspired you to travel? Like, um, like, is, was your was your family a group of travelers, or were you just like one day, like, I'm just, I gotta go, and you went to <laughs> Africa? <laughs> we, I did grow up traveling. We and um, we were always very fortunate that way that we would go on trips, whether they were more domestic and local, or we did a couple of international ones when I was younger. Um, and then, yeah, once I graduated from school, I. I kind of did just, I've always had a fascination with Africa as a whole. And I just was like, wanted to take a year off of school before going back to school. I actually went to school to be a teacher. Um, and oh, okay. I wanted to take a year off before going back to get my credentials. And so I decided to go to Africa during that time. So that was my first trip abroad by myself was to Ghana. And I went over there for a semester and I taught in a school there. Um, getting some of my hours for teaching. But after I did that, I realized that I definitely never wanted to teach in an American classroom again. And it kind of changed <laughs> the whole trajectory of my life. So yeah, yeah it's wow. stuck. Yeah. And and you once you know, like you can't unknow. Once you know something in you yeah. is like, I wanted to, like I had this vision for my life and it was going to be this. And then you dabble in it a little bit and you're like, this is not what I had, this isn't what I signed up for. This isn't what I want, you know? And, uh, but, but that takes awareness, you know, to be able to switch out of that and then transition into what you do want to be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. Cause it's unknown and it feels, you're just basically following that intuition, which is just a feeling. It's not something that you could see. There's not really any assurity. You're just, trusting that that gut instinct is leading you in the right path. Absolutely. And did, now, like when you, once you started your nonprofit, like you did your big classes, you did your huge 50 network of teachers to make something happen. What was the intuitive moment where you were like, you know, I need to do this more 
on my own. Like I need to take control of it so that I can be like really in control and do these retreats. Like how did it lead to retreats? Like what was that transition like for you to fuel the nonprofit even more? Like was that intuitive? Like or was it like a you know what was the what was the thinking behind that? Um, I think it was more about sustainability than intuition, just in the sense that mm-hmm. it was it was a lot more energy to be micromanaging that many people and then trying to collect money from that gotcha. many people and and yeah. just wanting something it, that was um, yeah it just wasn't going to take as much energy from me because at that point I also had another full time job like this was really just my side my side thing that I was passionate about that I wanted to make gotcha. it my full thing. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have the money or the time or anything at that point. So right. Like more, yeah. This would, you know, I can get raised just as much in a less amount of time and using less energy. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What was your full-time job at the time? I was a nanny. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. And Brian knows that's right now. I mean, like, like Brian, t- like we're trying to make that happen to Kayla, just like you've done. And there's that comes that moment of leap where it's like, I'm a full-time this, yeah. I'm doing this on the side, uh-huh. but I really want to be doing this side thing all the time. You yeah. know? And it's like, at some point I have to like cut the string and just, I got to put two feet in the other boat and hope the, ter- hope the fucking engine turns on <laughs> and then, you know, and the accelerator goes and, uh, Brian can attest to that, man. Brian, share like what you're like, you know, in this moment, like kind of this shift that you're going through and like what we're trying to work on. Yeah. I mean, I work a day job, I teach yoga and then do the podcast and it's just, uh, just constant. Like I, I got to really, you know, and manage a social media account, making memes and, and, you know, that's, that's a balance too. It's like, and, and I listened to your previous podcast that you did with your, with your friend and you were talking about social media, like how you almost quit social media and how you had your uh, plant medicine experience. And that was really, yeah, that was super cool to hear just your perspective on it. Yeah. That was very recently. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And like how that worked, like exactly, you know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, and and everybody can go listen to to you know that podcast we'll link on it. it. But can you touch up a little bit about you know that that experience and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk about that experience for a little bit. Yeah, I went to my first ayahuasca retreat in May, and after that experience, I mean, the, there was just so much. Kind of how my friend explained in that interview, but it it sort of lifts the veil on a lot of these illusions that we we do get wrapped up in when we are kind of in this autopilot of life. And yeah, yeah so mm. much was revealed in that time. And when I did first come back into quote unquote real life and mm-hmm. had that integration process, which I found that integration process was a lot more difficult than the the ceremonies themselves, even though the ceremonies could be scary or painful or, you know, very intense, but that integration process, I did feel very different and very alienated at first. Um, And I felt, I think that my big issue with social media, it wasn't, it wasn't the platform itself, but it was just like checking back in with how I was using it and Mm -hmm. with, okay, this feels, is, is this still aligned with who I am or, you know, is it not? Is this, am I just feeding into this whole thing that I don't really want to be a part of? And, and just kind of realizing that 
it is it is just another tool and and it's up to us how we want to use it and how I started using it you know it did have this very pure intention and it was all about the nonprofit and I think somewhere along the way that focus did start to shift a little bit more and I think when that focus started shifting and it kind of became more about me in a way which isn't necessarily bad it is also good to share my story and and you know other things about me personally but I think my intention with it kind of started to waver and that's where that unalignment occurred, which is what made me question it. And, mm-hmm. and in that questioning, then I realized, you know, like it really is, it, it it's totally, all of it is within my control and it's up to me how I want to use it. And it's up to me what I share and how I share. And if there are moments where I am kind of feeling iffy about it again, then I just get off of it for a week, 10 days, however long I feel like I need to get clear about it. Or check in with myself before I post something. Like, why am I posting this? What do I, you know, what is my intention for sharing this? And that has been the biggest game changer for me. I think that's so important, not just in social media, but with anything. You know, it's like checking in with your intention behind why you're actually doing something to make sure that it's coming from that place of alignment and truth. What's up, yogis? It's Pedro checking in with your mid-episode trivia question here on episode number 17 with Kayla Nielsen. Man, this episode was a pain in the butt to record because the internet kept cutting out. But you know what? We made it. We made it through and you've gotten this far. So make sure you stay tuned to the end to hear the answer to this trivia question. And it's only fitting that it's about Bali because Kayla was in Bali when we recorded. So the question is, Bali is called the island of the what? Bali is called the island of the blank. Stay tuned to the end of the episode and Yogi Brian will be dropping the knowledge and the answer. Also, make sure to check out theyogishow.com where all the show notes live and where you can check out the links for everything we talked about in this show and learn more about us and Kayla. Shout out to Colin for making these episodes sound so amazing. He's our new producer. Check him out in his bio, all his deets on theyogishow.com. We appreciate him so much being part of our family. Um, The universe brought us together, and it's so amazing that we're able to make these episodes super high quality and that you're hearing this right here, right now. With that being said, let's get back to the show. No, Kayla, that is on point, and especially taking social media breaks. Like you mentioned something that you have, you know, you've taken some social media breaks. I find that that is huge for me, like taking maybe a weekend off. I've been doing this thing called no phone Saturdays. So I don't even like look at my phone. I shut it he doesn't off. doesn't even text me back. I don't even text Pedro <laughs> back because he just bothers me so much during the day. <laughs> and, and I just do no phone Saturdays. And it's been like so nice to do that. Talk about some of your like social media detoxes. What do you do? Oh my gosh, it's so nice. I just had one two weeks ago. I took 10 days off and it was just, um, there was no real reason. Like it was nice to do that and not get to the point that I felt like it was a breaking point, but just doing it because I just wanted to be more present and enjoy my time in Bali and not have to worry about creating content or anything, but just really being here. And so it was just a really nice, a nice little reset. And I just, I felt super refreshed after, but also excited to get back and kind of share stuff that I had been thinking about or writing about separately. And it just, yeah, it gives you like a nice, a nice reason to go back to it, feeling a little bit more recharged. 
Yes, feeling recharged, refreshed. And I noticed looking at your page and just from Amanda who reached out to me, you're very involved with your community. Like you respond back to your comments and from from what it sounds like you respond back to direct messages and and it's not like you're posting something and then, you know, yeah, leaving posting, and, and yeah, posting exactly. ghost. <laughs> posting posting ghost. <laughs> posting ghost. <laughs> no. I just made that up by the way. Good. Hey, I'm the wild card now, Brian. Yeah, he's he's the wild card. No, but yeah, yeah, it's like and what I've what I've found just with my whole practice and just um, you know meditation practice that your brain needs that idleness. It needs that idleness to just sit and think, like thinking time to kind of just like sort things out, figure things out. And you know, instead of being like on the go, 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 like especially phones in their pocket or it's yeah. just right there all the time. You can check it when you're on the elevator or like yeah. if there's that awkward situation with yeah. us, like a social situation, like I'm like, Oh, I'll just check my phone and see my Instagram and then not have to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because then it becomes more of a tool to disconnect rather than to connect. Uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, this situation is uncomfortable. <laughs> What's going on on Instagram? Like, and it happens all the time. You see it oh, everywhere. You know, are your um when you do your retreats, Kayla, is it like no phones at your retreats kind of thing or just like sacred space for that kind of stuff? Like the way um, you do it or is it No, I don't do I mean in my retreats in general, I don't really have many rules because I like people to just kind of you know, they create their own experience. So it's gonna be exactly mm-hmm. what they want it to be. So some people do that where they just really enjoy that disconnect. It's it depends on the location as well because certain locations the Wi-Fi is so horrible that they might as well not be able to use their phone because they can't connect anyways. So yeah. it just it just kind of depends. But um I mean I sometimes I actually struggle with that on retreats because I kind of feel like okay I want to be able to record bits of the classes and I do like I to know. Be on the social during the retreats because that's when we get a lot of traffic to the site and everything because of course we do it in real time but I also want to be fully in the retreat and not having to look at it through my phone either I know I know that so much like when I, I teach these experiences and go on retreats and lead classes and all these things and it's like I want to capture it because I know it'd be good like it would be good for marketing material it'd be good promotional stuff people can see like hey this is cool i want to be part of it not like hey eagle look at me i'm killing it um it's like hey this is something really awesome and i wouldn't i want to invite you to come experience it and um but at the same time it's like i want to be present with the people that i'm with and give them everything that i have so i struggle so hard at taking videos or you know shooting photos i just can't so usually i'll just hire somebody to just do it because i don't want to do it like you know what i mean that's part of the it's just part of the experience and part of the how it goes usually for me but yeah yeah. i usually have a photographer too but um especially just like with little clips for the stories and stuff if i see something it's like oh that would be good but also in some ways it feels almost like it cheapens it you know Mm -hmm. it's like i do you can't really translate what's really actually happening here energetically no. through the screen. No, you you absolutely can't. You, there's no way. What's what's a takeaway that you could give the listeners? So like, uh, if you've never been on a yoga retreat, like what's a like a biggest takeaway for you that you experience from feedback from your students that leave? Like, what's something that you know to inspire someone that hasn't gone on retreat to go? What is a big takeaway that you could share with the listeners on you know advice? Go on one. Yeah, well, I mean, I think every retreat is very different. So it totally depends on 
what retreat you go with as far as the company itself. And then also, of course, the location is really going to depend on, or, you know, it's going to affect your experience. Mm -hmm. But with my retreats, like I said, I, I just create a space that people can have whatever experience they want. So they could come to every activity, every class, every excursion, every single thing that we offer. And I mean, that is definitely ideal because we have curated it in a way that it is all building on one another. And it's very intentional in the work that we're doing. Um, but some people also come and they're more like, mm, I kind of want to be in holiday mode. And we also like want to drink beers by the pool during the day. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. If that's what you need right now, then that's what you need. Like, it's really just encouraging people to tune into what they need and then make the most of their time. Um, but right. overall, I think most people come away feeling that same feeling of like recharged. And also, especially with my retreats, they feel a very strong sense of community. We have group chats for every retreat I've ever, ever done. And I still get messages coming through on all of them and see photos. How of cool is that? To the world and visiting each other. And um, that's, that's one of my favorite parts of the retreats that I do is the community is so, so strong. And it's really cool. I, I get a lot of repeat retreaters come as well. Um, and just continuing to watch it grow is really cool. How cool is that? How cool is that that you stay connected and you know have those you know, chats and things yeah. like that. And from, from one of the things that I'm hearing and from what I'm seeing on your page is that you just hold space like a champ. Like you <laughs> hold space like a champ. I mean, For real. about them, you know, yeah. like you don't have any rules, like just with the cell phone, you could be like, Oh, this is a no cell phone thing, but it's like, you, you don't know what someone else needs. Right. And, and it's like, you're holding space for them. Yeah. Maybe they need to come and relax and have a couple beers or just kind of zone mm -hmm. out and recharge themselves. So love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love what you said about community, creating this sense of community amongst the retreaters is so mm -hmm. awesome, yeah. you know, cause it seems like your, your tribe, they're coming from all over the world to yeah. come see you. Like, it's not like they're coming from your, like when I take retreats, um, you know, my, it, they're coming mostly from my home base, mostly and my network base in my local community. But you, like, you're not living anywhere. So yeah. they're literally fine. You know, like, you're living somewhere, but you're not living. So like, you're not teaching yeah. at the same place. Like, Hey, let's go here. And then we'll come back home. Like that does, that's not how this is working. You know, they're coming from everywhere to a destination for an experience that you're holding the space for with the community that you're creating powerful yeah. stuff there. Yeah. It's really awesome. I mean, I just finished a retreat on what's today, Wednesday. So I just finished a retreat on Sunday, a couple of days ago. And when the girls were saying bye to each other, they were crying saying bye to each other. And it was just like, Oh, you know, it's crazy. Everyone came as individuals and they're leaving that close. It's as one. Yes. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Lifetime, li lifetime friends. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I thought you were gonna say like a lifetime movie, and I was like, okay, okay. Life like long, and then I thought about Friends, the show, and then yeah, it's. I need I need another cup of coffee. <laughs> it's early in Phoenix, Arizona, people. Yeah. You know, we are committed to bringing you this show. I mean, Kayla's in the future. I'm in the I'm in the wherever I am, the East Coast time, and Brian's. Uh, you know, he should be you know getting up for work right about now, but yeah. he's here recording this show with Kayla. And you guys have no idea all the technical things that have. Gone, I don't want to jinx anything, but that have gone on to make it even this to make it this far in the show that you're still hearing this is incredible. Yeah, she is a true yogi. She's very nice, very patient. Everybody, yeah, very yes. nice. 
nice, very patient. <laughs> Go to her retreat because it's going to be the best thing ever. Patience. Exactly. You know, fun. And she holds the space. Go. Yeah, so and fun. You got a really good podcast voice. Yes. Like, really do. I mean, we, we listened to your your other podcast um, episode. And, uh, you, you know, you're mentioning that you, um, you'll get a little nervous and you sound really good on the podcast. Oh, thank For sure. You. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Kayla, tell me about the Samadhi Sacred Valley retreat in Peru, because I kind of want to go there. And um, I saw you went there and I saw DJ Townsell and uh, Kevin, they went there. Are you friends with those guys? I I am not. I know some of those names, but I'm not friends with them. Just from uh, from the Allo Network, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, so they went there, and then I was like, "Man, this place looks super dope." Um, can you tell us about that place? Oh my gosh, it's it's almost like I don't want to tell people about it because I want to keep it all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, the owner is incredible. He has become a really good friend of mine. He's honestly an angel. You'll understand if or when you meet him. His energy is. Mm-hmm. Just- it's unreal. He's not from this world, that's for sure. And the space wow. that he created is definitely a representation of that. It is so special. It's stunningly beautiful. Um, <sighs> yeah, that's where I'm holding my retreat in Peru next year. But I also just okay. he actually did you go on? Did you go on retreat there, or did you lead one there already? No, I just stayed there. So he. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was in Peru and he, they actually reached out to me and he had reached out to me before I was even in Peru, maybe like a year before and just said, Hey, if you ever come to Peru, we would love to have you. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'm not coming to Peru, but sure. And then mm-hmm. I was in Peru about a year later and he messaged me again because he saw that I was there. And I happened to be just right around the corner from the place. And so I told my, Oh my gosh. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Just come and check it out. And as soon as I walked in the grounds, I was like, I'm not leaving. (laughs) This place is amazing. Right. Right. Yeah. Like when looking out the yoga room there into the cliffs and we'll link that we'll link all this in the notes. So you can click on the link now on the show notes. And then like, you can listen to how we're talking about it and like see the energy of what we're talking about. But when you look out of the yoga room into the, like the mountains, I was like, what? <laughs> you know, like, what is this? And he has a picture. There's a picture on the Instagram that they have. And there's a, they're doing, somebody's doing sound healing with crystal bowls, like outside in the grass. And I sent that photo to my friend Jordan. And I said, bro, we got to go here. He goes, did, did somebody actually come back from that place? <laughs> like someone actually came, <laughs> they came, like they're not up with the source. <laughs> they're not one with the cosmos. Like they came back. <laughs> really? I know. That's how, that's how it felt. I went, when I, so when I stopped by there, when, when I was around the corner, that was right before my ayahuasca retreat. And mm-hmm. I ended up going back there after my ayahuasca retreat just to decompress and be by myself. So I stayed there for about two weeks after, which was really, wow. Really, yeah. And I didn't want to leave. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I, and I wanted to get back to that, uh, the ayahuasca and the plant medicine, you know, I, I've never experienced it before and, um, I can't speak for Brian. Brian, have you experienced that before? Plant medicine? I've just done magic mushrooms. So actually I've read <laughs> what magic mushrooms do doing a book <laughs> i might have done them <laughs> i don't know if my nine-year-old's listening i read it in a book but, <laughs> but it, I, it was great 
I've I've never experienced any psychole- psychedelics or anything like that. And uh, but I I've had I've have had friends and uh, the clarity that they talk about and uh, the peeling back of the layers and the different experiences that they have with the same medicine but on different days um, going through is uh, has been really incredible. Um, and you know when you come back from that experience and then like you go you know you're really in tune with what is. Um, can you tell us what it's like to, you know, when you're reintegrating and connecting, like, obviously you're a different person, right? Is there no doubt about that? 100%. It's so true. You know, and that's what I wanted to like get to with like my point with bringing that back up is like the person that we are even today is maybe, you know, or last week, last month, that's not the same person that you're going to be next week, next year, tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, so when you have these... You know, totally. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) You're taking over the show, Kayla. (laughs) But when you have these awakenings, right, and you go through this experience, and it can even be from a savasana and a yoga class or just a meditation, not necessarily plant medicine. But when you go through these experiences and you're growing through on your spiritual path, new awakenings happen. And when you're vibrating a little bit different, you just have to be with that vibration, you know, just be where you are. I always say like the yoga meets you where you are, allow yourself to be where you are and um, not have to worry about going back into the past and doing other things. Just like you're going, you know, keep leveling up and getting, gaining more clarity, being more in align with yourself. And when you can speak from your heart center and speak from your truth, that's, you know, you're in, you're in total alignment, you know, like everything is coming your way at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I agree. So, but I, I just wanted to just touch on that, like finding clarity and it doesn't have to be through the same thing. Everybody's way of finding clarity and feeling alignment is different and there's different healing modalities and things for everyone out there. So it doesn't have to be just one way. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I'm very much all for individuality that way because everyone is going to have different needs and different practices are going to resonate with different people. And even within the same person, different practices are going to resonate at different times in your life. You know, so just because something yeah. is a practice for you right now. Oh, I love that. And it always be the thing. <laughs> right. It's not always like I thought Bikram yoga was always going to be my thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was my thing forever. And then it just wasn't like it was for a while and then it evolved like it like and now I'm doing other things and then yeah. I thought that was it you know I thought like oh vinyasa yoga and it's like wait a minute there's meditation there's yin there's like sound healing there's like mindfulness in your daily life walking your daughter to the bus stop like yeah. all of these things are yoga mm-hmm. you know and bring you into the present moment mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it doesn't really have to be in these boxes or these labels or you know these certain structured ways of it has to be this way otherwise it's not this that's right right that's bs yeah yeah that's bs everybody's on their own journey and a lot of listeners out there might be new yoga teachers or maybe even new to yoga like what's your top advice like someone straight out of yoga teacher training oh (laughs) I'm throwing it hard on you. (laughs) I do love that question because I think that there is, I was actually just talking to one of my friends about this. I don't really think there's enough support for that group of people that is fresh out of their training. Like it's sort of like, okay, you go through this really intense experience and then good luck. And you're thrown into this Mm -hmm. super oversaturated market. that's really intimidating and underpaid. And you know, it's like, it's a lot. 
So, I mean, when I first finished my training, I, I hated teaching when I first started because I just thought it was so hard and it was hard. It was like how you go into a class and you watch a teacher just effortlessly go through this like beautiful creative sequence with the perfect playlist and be adjusting the whole time and saying all the right things. And it just looks so effortless. And I'm just like, what? I'm just trying to remember one thing after the next. Like, how are they doing everything? <laughs> I'm just trying to remember if I did the right side or left side. Yeah. I just would get up to teach and totally black out everything because I would be so nervous. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. The only, I mean, the, so the, the biggest advice that I could give is just keep saying yes to the opportunities. That yeah. was like teaching in the park was because it was like I the only way to get better at your craft is to continue practicing the same way you know what with your personal practice the only way to get better mm-hmm. whether it's physically mentally spiritually whatever is to keep practicing and teaching becomes a separate practice in and of itself that requires just as much dedication. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Those are two different things. And, you know, if you want to get pra- get really good at side planks, you got to practice with Kayla on aloe moves because you're going to get like super good, super fast <laughs> or you'll die. <laughs> you know, um, do you, when you record for aloe, do, do you have to go, do you fly back to LA or do you record yeah. do you have somewhere else you record? Yeah, I fly back to LA. You fly back to LA to do it. I know you have a new one coming out soon. When's that coming out? Or can you not tell us yet? Yeah, I'm so excited. I I don't remember the exact date, but it's coming out um, the beginning of November. So just a couple weeks. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We look forward to, uh, I definitely look forward to practicing with you um, virtually. And because the class was really good and I got a really good um, physical, mental, and, uh, you know, overcoming, it, you know, obstacles like um, during your, during the flow. So thank you for holding the space. Thank from- you for me. Absolutely. Brian, I think we're segueing into the lighten up round. What do you think? Lighten up round. Here li- we come. You ready, Kayla? I'm Kayla ready. Doesn't know what she has no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> no, no idea. Ready. I don't know. No what idea. Is, but I'm <laughs> so, okay. So the hashtag lighten up round is just fun, random questions that we ask you about things that are maybe yoga related, maybe not. And, um, and you just, and it, they're fun. You know, this is what makes the show with yoga, mindfulness and gratitude with a touch of humor. This is what kind of ties that all together and uh, makes it cool. So don't think on these questions. These are random as shit. So like, don't, yeah. <laughs> don't like no, rationalize no right or this. wrong. Yeah, don't rationalize these questions. Right. <laughs> like what? I'll just like word vomit back to you. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Okay, sounds good. So since you're a, since you're a traveler, you know, huge traveler, do yoga retreats all around the world. Where is the coldest shower you have ever taken? <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh! Probably in Peru. Yeah. <laughs> was that on purpose? Was it on purpose taking a cold shower? Or it's just no hot water. No, this is not on purpose. <laughs> not on purpose at all. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay, Brian, hit her. Okay, who makes a better yoga instructor, Will Smith or Denzel Washington? Ooh. Oh my gosh, that's hard because I really like them both. Look, she's trying to rationalize it. She's trying yeah. to. I want to hear the rationalizations too. You can talk this answer out. I guess, okay, I just imagine 
they would offer Will's would be, you know, like kind of fun and creative, but he would still be humorous. And Denzel's would be like serious. Ian, I feel like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Denzel's bringing the militant power yoga, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, no, I guess I would go with that's, Will. So you're going Will? Yeah. All right, I like it. Well, I like it. I like it. I like I it. He, he would be a fun yoga teacher. Like I would love his classes. Yeah. He would have oh. energy for sure. Denzel would probably make you hold plank for like three minutes. Like Kayla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh hey, Aloe, Aloe moves. If you're listening to this, get Denzel and Kayla on, on a yeah video. on a plank challenge on a plank yeah, challenge. Plank challenge. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely watch that for sure. I won't practice it, but I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla, where would you rather shoot a video uh, for Aloe, Mercury or Jupiter? Oh. Um, I don't know. I guess Jupiter, just because the rings. Okay, Jupiter. Yeah, Jupiter. Love it. You like the? It'll be the what the great red spot yoga studio. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Let's I go. Need, I need to learn my Jupiter history <laughs> geography. All right, I got one. If Instagram disappeared today, mm-hmm. what would your go-to social media be Ooh. after Instagram? Oh, I don't. I don't think I have. Well, I, I, I have a Facebook, but I don't use it. I don't. Does WhatsApp count as social media? <laughs> <laughs> For the context of this conversation, okay. Okay, that's why I stay connected with my family. So probably WhatsApp. Probably WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Okay. Yeah. And if not, like, if not that, just like, I'm off. Like it's the social media is just oh, over yeah. for you. I'm out. I'm living in the jungle. Yeah. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. If you You're could, like, oh, shit, my life, life just got peaceful AF. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> my life just got a whole lot less complicated. Yeah, much more quiet for sure. Right. Kayla, right. if you could only eat food from one country, for the rest of your life where would it be from i know this is hard where would it be from oh oh, okay um that is so hard for me um but probably probably india india yeah i like that yeah i like that I love it. I love it. Brian, where would you eat food from? Oh, um, I love German food. I've been to Germany a couple of times and I just love the food there. Germany? Okay. Germany. Germany. I never, I, I don't think I've ever had German food. I've only had like German beer and they're heavy as shit. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of German beer. Yeah. I think that's it. Maybe too much. I would be Mexico. Ta- roll tacos all day. Just give me, feed me. Mexico too. Just tacos. That's tacos. all Pedro eats is rolled tacos. <laughs> Pretty much tacos. Like for breakfast, like you know, tacos. <laughs> put rolled tacos in his cereal bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian, one last question. Give it to her. One last question. Do it and random. Just like right now. Like don't even think about it. Just super random. Would you throw a yoga class right outside of Area 51? Right outside. Oh. What? <laughs> Outside of Area 51. And would you dress um, up as an alien? I don't have to dress up. I already know I'm an alien. 
Yes. <laughs> this is amazing. This is awesome. This is awesome. What what type of class would it be at Area 51? If you were to teach a class, you do an event and people are going to show up right outside of Area 51. What type of yoga would it be? And what would be on your playlist? Just one or two songs. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, this, is, this is a tough one. <laughs> but just gave her 20. I, I, just gave her four I, questions. I, I, I deeply want this to happen. Like if someone's listening, like have Kayla go to Area 51. Yeah. I'll be there. So it's driving distance for me. Yeah. I think it would just be like super free flow embodied, like just encouraging people to like, you know, tap into their inner alien and move. How that? <laughs> yeah. So like no alignment, super weird. And music would probably be some very like tribal chanting indigenous stuff. I can't think of a specific song, but something like really earthy. That's all good. I was just thinking, I was just thinking alien ant farm would be on the playlist, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I I just pictured from forward fold. Like you do one of those, like kind of like swirly coming up to, Tadasana. Yeah. It's kind of going back and forth, swaying. I, this needs to happen. It, okay, let's, like, let's make this happen. It's just been put out to the universe let's and the talk, aliens. Talk yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever we need to talk to. Yeah. Will Smith is on the men in black, so we can just, just call Will Smith, <laughs> oh, Kayla. Oh. Well, I mean, I did choose Will Smith earlier, so. There you go. There you go. It is all happening. Everything is synchronized and connected. Boom. Awesome. Kayla. It's going to happen. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being fun. Thank you for um, nailing this on the fourth attempt of this recording <laughs> and making this happen in the, in the last uh, hour and a half or so. Thank you both for having me. Absolutely. It has been an absolute pleasure. We'll make sure to link everything in the show notes uh, where you can find Kayla around the world on her glow yoga retreats. Um, and you can make sure to check her out on Ella Moves if you're a subscriber of that. Make sure you check out her new uh, stuff coming out and her old stuff because it's really, really awesome. And uh, it made me feel strong and powerful and your message is beautiful. So thank you for shining your light and sharing your gift with the world. Brian, uh, take a nap. Namaste, brother. Kayla, you probably got to go to sleep soon. <laughs> you're in the future. Yeah, I know. I'm going to take a (laughs) lot. Namaste, friends. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. What's up, yoga family? It's Pedro checking back in. You thought it was going to be Brian because I said it was going to be Brian, but it's actually me. So you're stuck with me. That's not so bad, right? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Yogi Show. Thank you to Kayla Nielsen for being on the show. How amazing is Kayla? That story is inspiring. It is amazing that we're able to connect with people all over the world and the power of all the connection is really at your fingertips, the power of invitation. So please make sure to check out theyogishow.com where all the show notes live from this episode and all of our stuff that we got going on lives all on our site, theyogishow.com. Please check out this episode and share it with a friend. Share it with someone who might benefit from it. We appreciate you so much. Let's get to the trivia answer because I know you're looking for it. So, the question was, what is Bali called? The Island of the what? And the answer is the Island of the Gods because it's amazing and beautiful. I've never been, but it's on the bucket list now, inspired by Kayla and many of my other friends that have traveled on retreat there. So, with that being said, my friend, thank you so much for tuning into the show. The Island of the Gods, if you guessed it right, you got it. Please visit theyogishow.com for all of the links and the notes. We will see you next week. Thank you so much for being here. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Namaste.